Navigating the universe. It's been a few days uh, past where we normally, once a week, get our show going. Uh, I've been a lot going on for myself and Zach, and and uh, I'd like to welcome my wonderful host on Zach Hanania. Hello, good evening, and good day to you over in Bali. I know we're in different continents now, so it's a little more challenging getting the an easy time that works for both of us. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that we. We got this going, and um, welcome to any listeners out there. Yeah, for sure. It's um, definitely a little bit of a challenge to hook it up. It's um, I'm basically 14 hours ahead of you, so it's uh, 12.30 in, in the afternoon, just after lunch, and I know it's like 10.30 at nighttime there. So, um, And, I, you know, this, this show is really important to both of us, so, hey, I'll be here at 3 a.m. if it works out. Um, and I know this this uh, journey for all of us is, is uh, the top priority as we all want to live true and real to what life is. So um, topic today that I just put up and, um, um, and then whatever else comes up that's uh, very important to bring up what we'll talk about and, and gets and goes out in blog talk radio land. Feel free to call in, share your journey and your wisdom. Um, we are going to have another gentleman on shortly um, that wants to join the show, and we'll probably arrange that next week. Again, it's just been kind of hectic with shifting continents and so on, and um, even trying to get this show going. So I think we're going to get back on a on a normal routine now. Uh, but the uh, call-in number for those that wish to to give it a go, it's um, area code six four six seven eight seven one seven six nine. And today's show is Knowing Yourself, Using Your Power of Creation. And, you know, many of us are taught to look to others for energy healing, for guidance from, you know, where to go in life, guidance from the spirit realms, as far as guides, etc. And, um, you know, we are giving our power away a lot, but there is also beings that truly have the intention from their hearts to help us. So we want to discern between all that. Uh, the programming of powerlessness for each one of us is very strong. How does one find the powerful self inside and hear the intuitive messages from your more expansive soul self to stay on your true track? We have much pain stored within our fields from this life and many other lives, the present life that we're in, the past lives that we experience, and also the future life that we, future lives that we are experiencing in the same moment as the whole time. Um, is happening all at once. Uh, these fields of pain are weakened areas of our beingness that creates portals of entrance for like pain resonance. When similar life situations are presented in our journey, these will ignite those fields of pain and we experience that same feeling again and that same signature related to that experience. Uh, the imposition knows this and cleverly will manipulate energies around us to bring us into these areas of pain again. So how can we change that from happening or alter that from happening? You know, and that's what we're going to look at today as far as one of the topics. Um, anything you'd like to add in there, Zach? Yeah, no, that's a great description. And um, I guess it all comes down to being self-sufficient in your growth. And uh, it's easy for us, especially when we're just starting out on a personal growth or a spiritual growth journey, to lean on others and have them lead us. But 
that isn't necessarily the end goal. Like it's it's valuable, I guess, in the beginning to someone led by others, but in the end, you're gonna want to lead your own life and be self-sufficient in your own growth, your own journey. So I guess using these relationships with mentors or teachers or um, people with wisdom to uh, be a, like a resource, like a book or the books that others um, write, you can use those as resources or any audios on YouTube or Spotify or iTunes or anything like that in forms of podcast or blog talk. Um, just using those as resources for you to gather your own wisdom and then go out in the world and actually um, use that wisdom and build an understanding for your own life so that you can lead your own life through your own wisdom. Um, yeah, I'll pass it back over to you, Michael. Yeah, I really agree with that. Really good words. Thanks for sharing, Zach. Um, you know, that's part of the the growth back to knowing oneself is, like you said, you know, listen to somebody that you resonate with um, that's um, sharing a similar journey on YouTube or another blog talk show. Um, one gentleman that's really helped me with uh, clarity um, in a way more of of saying or describing things and, and then within me it was like yes you know I feel that I see that I've always felt that I've always seen it I just didn't know how to language it and it, it just kind of like was the extra little spark from this gentleman that that helped me remember yeah, what was important in my journey and that's George Cavasilis that I really um, really appreciate his sharing and all that he's done for so many here and again, it's not really that he's a guru and that we follow him. It's just that he works in a, in a state of neutrality and just presents um, information and um, his journey in an assuring, con- in an assuring state of way. And, and to that, uh, the people that are part of the community on weareinfinite.love, we, um, we, we just see our journeys that much more clear. And... And there's a, a similar path or journey or resonance to many of the people there, you know, as far as age in this universe, age in this time. And, um, yeah, so he's been very prevalent for myself, um, you as well, um, the sharing of your wisdom and how your journey has been, experiences you've gone through. You're so much younger in this life than me, but your wisdom of your soul um, is very very old and and I really feel that and and the way you talk and bring your information out really again clicks things for me to bring them together that hey yeah I do see my journey that much clearer or you know getting back to that more harmonious way of being that more uh, neutrality state thank you man I totally agree with that yeah, thank you so much. And I have to say the same for you. Like, um, I have gone into some deeper stuff um, as of late. And I think that's why we crossed paths because I was on a vibration that was matching more of the really deep spiritual stuff by society's standards. And um, yeah, you you just came to my life at the perfect time to kind of piece things together. Um, from some of the resources that I had been learning from. And, I mean, everyone can choose who they learn from, like which resources. Um, I think different people will resonate with you at different times in your growth. Like for myself, a lot of the stuff that I've been learning lately, whether it's from Michael or from other resources and people out there, um, none of this would have made sense to me like five years ago when I first started out uh, learning personal growth and more business type stuff. But now as my perspective has changed to more um, spiritual growth and some of the real deep truth of the universe, um, you kind of transition into new, um, I guess, niches where different wisdom is available to us. And it's amazing with technology or with libraries, how much really accessible to us for free so i just encourage anyone out there to utilize the reason and obviously don't take everything 
as the absolute truth, you obviously have to weigh it within yourself and ask yourself, does this make sense in my heart? And a big indicator of that is if you feel goosebumps, which a lot of people call truth bumps. And when you read something that just triggers those truth bumps or you hear someone say something that just feels so undeniably true within your soul, then you should hang on to that. But um, like anything, just take it with a grain of salt. Don't hold on to anything anyone says as absolute truth. You need to uh, determine what your own truth is for creating your own reality because there's infinite ways to live. So, uh, so yeah, um, thanks, Michael, for that praise. And I, I praise you as well, man, for helping me out in my own growth and determining my own truth. Oh, you're more than welcome. And I just like <laughs> what you said about goosebumps and truth bumps. I actually never heard that before. And, uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, very cool. Thanks, yeah, I so, um, Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, again, I agree with everything you shared there for sure. You know, um, you know, we're all yeah, um, growing in our own ways, and um, with the people that are around us growing in their ways, um, there's like resonance and things that I'll do that will boost up you, things that you do that boost up me and boost up others. And um, my loving partner, um, my wife, um, you know, same thing. Um, you know, with the way she operates, I grow. The way I operate, she grows. So um, that's everywhere. You know, people you meet on the street, um, you know, we're influencing them. They're influencing us. And, and yeah, so it's, it's really cool. It's... Um, yeah, it's it's so amazing how we create our reality. You know, we are prime creators of our reality here in this life. And, you know, if we take ourselves down to a basic foundation of, of not even knowing what an emotion is or what a thought or a feeling or a thing is and just go right down to that absolute core, the reflection of that is really nothingness or which really is still something. It's only when we start putting the recipe in, like making a cake, you know, we, we put in emotions, we put in thoughts, you know, and we stir this up and, and there's a feeling associated with a thought that makes sense to the reality that we're living in, you know. Um, when we look outside ourselves, we see a situation, it sparks a... Uh, something inside there's a feeling you know and that's the emotional feeling that charge and you know we we're just it just makes so much sense to me you know watching television watching computers iphones and the presentation of life that the matrix system shows us even though there's a lot of good information there that you know you and me are using right now this uh, way of communication through a matrix technology to bring out you know our heart information for others so mm -hmm. there's a lot of good stuff there's a lot of false false you know not good information too and so it is important to really know oneself to what resonates for the journey and there's also other aspects you know we're using an artificial technology that keeps us lazy in, in respect because we do have our organic technologies like telepathy, telekinesis, you know, uh, clairvoyance. Uh, we also have deeper technologies of uh, uh, bi-locating of, um, of the organic isness of creating everything that we want to experience by just, you know, using that intention from the fields of intentions beyond quantum, subatomic quantum particles, you know. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's just amazing how we're scared to create from what's presented to us through, you know, uh, computer television, um, general talk between friends in the days and what, what's going on in governments and worldwide and so on. Mm -hmm. So, um, a lot of those, sorry, I'll just button here if you don't mind. Um, a lot of those things you mentioned, like telepathy and uh, levitation and bilocating, like to me, those things are freaking fascinating. Like the capabilities that we all have, and a lot of people are actually doing those things already right now. 
somehow tapping into a, an inner part of themselves that we are all capable of. Um, just blows my mind, and I'm so fascinated and just hearing what's possible really energizes me. And um, just going back to what you said before that about uh, our technology either uh, allowing us to share truth or kind of exposing us to a lot of um, the false, inorganic, um, I guess, energy of the universe. Because it's all a matter of where we put our focus, right? So whether we're using our technology for our own benefit or just using it to kind of numb ourselves and just be entertained only and fall for the programming of, I guess, what the higher powers in society want us to do, just kind of be like robots and input a little bit to the system and then die. But um, like, it's all about input. So we are the ones, we have the power to choose what input we put within ourselves and that input will determine what output we give into the world. So if you feed yourself garbage, you're gonna output garbage. And if you feed yourself, amazing things that will expand your consciousness and allow you to be more loving and just positive things, whether it's positive affirmations or just surround yourself with an association of positive people. Um, It's going to yield, you're going to turn into a positive person who is advancing themselves and learning and growing. And that obviously benefits the world, but um, it's funny how many people don't realize that and they just allow themselves to, like, for example, just watch scary movies all the time or just watch the news where there's such a focus on negative energy and negative things going on. And that just yields fear and um, anger and worriedness. And it really diminishes your life experience. And that stuff shouldn't be ignored. Like, we, you should really make a conscious decision of what you're having as input in your life so that you can live a fulfilling um, life that benefits the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really well said, uh, my friend. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's uh, a total reflection of how we feel and and, um, as easy as it sounds, too, to be, you know, in a very positive way of being, a very loving way of being. Um, You know, it's being aware of where you are in your state of being, like being aware of your awareness, as my good friend George Kavasula says, really looking at yourself and your awareness and where do you put your awareness? You know, if if, um, there's judgment to a situation, another person, that is is not a form of natural state of being, you know. I personally feel the more we let go of any judgments towards anybody, um, a loved one, a spouse, a friend, a situation, the more we stay in that harmony that's within or that state of neutrality. And Because, you know, a judgment just creates separation. It just creates harm. You know, I've got a better way to do this, even though the way that other person's going to do it may yield something even better beyond the second person's vision you know there's there's um it is planting the seed giving it love which is the water and the sunlight that it needs and then stepping back and letting it grow and by letting it grow you learn because you see something different that you you didn't see before or might see that you don't know you know that's how that's one thing about talking about oneness, but there is a oneness, a collective humanity, group soul and consciousness for sure. But we are still very individual. We have all unique talents and we're at different ages in this universe as far as um, souls coming into this universe. There's so many infinite number of universes outside of this one as every being here is their own universe outside of this universe. So, you know, we're all at different levels of... Um, of wisdom and journey. So um, that's what I'm finding. And when you're talking about movies and things like that, you know, like scary movies, I, I, I think, you know, for a person that's on the journey, those 
to see something scary after a while. It's like, you know, I've seen this already. I'm kind of done with this. You know, it's the same, you know, um, monster attacking somebody and they're in a state of fear and they're helpless. And, and that's truly not what we're about. We're incredibly very, very powerful beings and very powerful creator beings being steered to create in a state of fear, which is what we're creating here. And we can see the change by a lot of us saying, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're stepping back and we're creating from love and we're creating from, uh, you know, love is not a weakness. Love is the most incredible power in the universe. And that is a huge strength. So, you know, you can do martial arts from, from a state of love. You can spar with your martial arts partner in a state of love and respect and honor for each other. You know, love is not just sitting back and, and being blissed out. Love is is all the things around it that are love, which is what I mentioned before. You know, gratitude, um, it's everything. So it's your joy, it's your passion, you know, getting out and, you know, going skiing, you know. Um, why not get in a competition and, and see how much you can push yourself? It doesn't mean that you want to be better in judgment, judgment to others but you still want the adventure to, to learn by pushing yourself. You know, that's why I like motorcycle racing. It's not that I want to beat up on anybody else. It's just that I want to experience, you know, how much I can push myself to be better. And that, that brings in a state of joy, which is, which is a frequency of love. Right. Mm. Totally. Like love is the all encompassing, I guess, word that we use that really sums up every positive um, aspect of life, whether it's joy, passion, um, enthusiasm, and whatever else you just mentioned. Um, it all comes down to all of those things being an expression of love. And it is the most powerful thing in the universe because it yields the most positive energy when we express our love. So, yeah, like any form of uh of competition or friendly competition where there is respect and gratitude involved um towards one another and pushing yourself to the utmost of your potential it really is a big just one big expression of love where like it really puts a lot of meaning to life yeah 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 so um one thing i want to uh, get back to is uh, knowing yourself using your power creation so what I've learned in situations where I feel off track is to is to you know again being aware of my awareness where why do I feel the way I do if I'm feeling slightly negative or um, in a state of lack in some way and again I brought this uh, forward from my good friend George Cavasilis and it's um you know, we have the ability to put ourselves out of phase of, of energies that don't harmonize with us. And, you know, you may be going through a situation where there's discomfort. Okay, well, if you tune into that discomfort, you know, just sit back, close your eyes and feel into that word. You know, what do you feel in that feeling? What information do you get out of that? Is it from this life, a past life, a future life, you know? What, 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 what trust, what visions come with that, you know, and what feelings or, or inner words come with that. And that has a unique energy with it. And when you focus on that, that is an area of pain within your field. So that's an access point for imposition to prod that energy to come to life, to give you discomfort again, or keeps you in a state of limitation. So, Tuning into that and also to the being that's part of imposition that is prodding that, this is what I do. So I, I focus on those two beings, the, the being imposing and opening up this area of pain in me and that part of me that is that pain. And then I go through the statement of words, closure of this emanation of energy so that it doesn't affect me anymore and you can make up your own words you know in love and gratitude 
and really close off this energy by putting yourself out of phase, shifting your whole beingness out of the phase of the energy so the energy just actually goes right through you and, and cannot be in phase with you and cannot hook up with you and cause you grief. And then it's done. It's over. And we have, we have so many areas of pain through all the lives here and other areas of the universe that we've lived in that there's a lot to go through. Like I've done this closure and this shifting myself out of phase um, so many times. Like it's got to be, you know, close to a hundred times because, you know, we've lived a long time in many lives. So, um, you know, it's just tuning in. And uh, I use the beginning statement of universal lore, which is the foundation of soul uh, level co-created agreements. We all agree at a soul level to experience what we're experiencing here. And if it goes beyond that, if somebody's going out of integrity, which is states of the imposition, we can say, no, we didn't agree to that on a soul level. And we have the right to close that off by shifting ourselves out of phase so that energy can't do that. Because a lot of these beings of the imposition that are very negative are, are really um, forgetting their agreements and they're really not honoring them. So it's up to us to say, okay, you know, we remember our agreements, our soul level agreements, and we're closing them off now. They're no longer valid. So I'll say, I stand in the presence and the environment of universal lore, natural lore, not synthetic lore, or synthetic law. Law is synthetic creation that is over top of lore. Lore is actually the, the state of soul-level co-created agreements. That's where everything comes from, is integrity. So I stand in the presence, environment, and integrity of universal lore, natural lore, and our souls level co-created agreements. And then you can just make your wording from there on in, you know, uh, from the free natural state of your sovereign soul with genuine intention. You now shift yourself out of phase of the negative emanations from those beings that are implying that imposition upon you. And you can, you know, write out your own words and make it as long as you want, but, you know, just go with what feels right for you. And at the very end, and this statement is made with love, honor, and respect. And this statement is made in the presence and environment of universal lore, natural lore, and our soul's level co-created agreements. And that's how you end it. And I've done that with so many things. And I tell you, it's amazing the healing that you feel and it's amazing what changes outside of yourself with other people it's because you change and your reflection from them and others and the environment changes to match who you are now so I want, I want to encourage everybody to know their incredible power that you have the right and the authority to go deep within to universal lore and to your soul level co-created agreements and shift yourself out of phase of any negative emanations um, from beings that want to keep you stuck in a state of uh, stagnation. Because we have that right. You know, it's, it's the contracts have been honored and um, they're not being honored from many beings of the imposition. Some are, but some aren't. And and um, you have the right to close this off and be free of that. And that's about all I have to say with that right now, about that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's such a powerful statement. Um, do you have it handy to say that again? Yes. Um, I stand in the presence, the environment, and the integrity of universal lore, natural lore, and our soul's level co-created agreements because for every reality in the universe we all get together in our grander more soul beingness and we agree we agree for a certain reality to have a set of learning experiences for all of us and we agree to how it's going to go and how it's going to be run and designed 
for for a learning experience. And um, so that is universal lore and integrity and honor between beings, between souls. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, and like for everyone out there, just use that combination of words or whatever combination of words feels best for you to release any of those negative energies out there in the universe. Um, I just wanted to clear a couple things for those who may know some of these terms. So like imposition um, just basically means any, um, any energy out there in the universe that is playing the role of being against us for the purpose of our growth uh, through our soul contracts. We have contracts with these energies or entities um, so that we can um, learn certain lessons because we can't learn without contrast or without uh, difficulties in our lives. So these beings, whether they're spiritual or uh, human beings or extraterrestrial beings or artificial intelligence beings, any type of being out there in the universe who is playing the role of challenging you, um, that is what we mean by imposition. And the other thing I wanted to clarify is soul contract. So this is anything that um, we agree upon before we come into these lives, before we incarnate as human beings or any other beings for the purpose of our learning. Um, these are agreements that we made with these other spiritual entities to be challenged with and to overcome essentially and evolve more in the direction of love. And that's what all they serve. Um, and if you've really just been in a situation where things just keep coming up and you feel like you've learned the lessons that you needed to learn, um, I really encourage you to do this releasing um, exercise that Michael spoke of so that you can release any of these negative energies and um, remind any beings out there that this is enough. I've learned the lessons that I needed to out of this. This is now violating the soul contracts that we have. And um, I'm done with that, essentially, is what you're saying when you release these things. And that prevents it from being prolonged any longer. I mean, you do the best that you can um, through this releasing. But as Michael has experienced in his own life, um, even recently, and myself too, when you release certain things like that energetically, your external reality really starts to shift fast. And um, yeah, it's impressive how fast it really can shift as soon as you release things energetically. Yeah, thank you for that, Zach. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I always agree. Um, really good clarity on all that stuff for sure. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know, and um, as I've learned and others have learned too, you know, it's just not one layer of, um, you know, we could say um, imposition from, you know, humans, um, spiritual beings, like you mentioned, ETs. Um, there's, so, there's so many different layers to that too, you know. Um, I used to work with a gentleman, a very powerful gentleman that would um, look at a being and, and say, okay, well, you got a, a sore spot in your shoulder and just touch it and the pain's instantly gone and you know, it, it appears no discomfort anymore. Um, and uh, we worked on, I used to live in a little farmhouse way out in the middle of nowhere and myself and my kitty cat and really had a hard time having a good sleep there. There was always so much going on. Um, there was one night where I actually... Uh, my in, my intuitive voice inside was saying, you need to leave this place now. And I remember practicing martial arts and going through some forms and, and I wasn't finished, but this, this uh, voice is very persistent, persistent. You need to leave now. And this was about 11 o'clock at night. So I did, I jumped in my truck, went back into town and uh, stayed at a friend's place. And uh, then I talked to uh, this gentleman who was with a mentor at the time. And, um, told him what was going on and and um and we went into it him and his wife tuned in and we all tuned in together and and um 
what he came up with was, uh, you know, the reptilian beings actually had a, a, a phony contract uh, to me. They felt they owned me. And it was like they won me in a poker game kind of thing, you know. So, yep. you know, this is where, you know, it's just kind of like a movie, you know. It's, uh, you know, um, like uh, Star Wars or uh, Star Trek or, you know, when you see them out in different areas of the galaxy and they sit down, there's beings at a table everywhere and playing cards. And, you know, it's uh, <laughs> there's so much reality to that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so... They won me in this like poker game kind of thing and felt, you know, one of these entities or a group of these beings uh, owned me and had rights to me. So um, uh, this gentleman that I worked with had the ability to close that contract off and so did that. And, and, um, you know, it was just amazing because the next day that I went out to that little place on the farm, just driving down the driveway, there was such a change in energy. Like the narrow driveway with the trees was like the branches, well, not like like this, it was happening. The branches were actually reaching out for me as I drove my truck down that little driveway. And the whole area, the whole house, the land changed into more freer, loving vibration. You know, it was just amazing how much it changed. Mm. And, you know, again, we're taught to think in different terms of changing things in a, in a physical way or, or whatever, but you know, the power of tuning in with the mind and then using the soul to bring in that power of your abilities and to, to really look at these contracts and, and realize that they're false. They have no authority behind them and you can release them and, it feels so much better, you know. If you don't feel like you have that ability, you know, there are people around you that, you know, we all specialize in a different area, and, and you, you can find a different person around you that can help you with that, you know, and by just following your intuition and what feels right. But they are around, and then and through that process, you'll get more clarity and, and learn how you can do that yourself. And also using the words that I mentioned before early in the program. So... Um, you know, it's all imposed energy that weighs heavily on your being on your shoulders and you can release that and, and really feel lighter too. You know, you look at older people walking around hunched over, it's the weight of, of pain. It's the weight of life and traumas and that they hold in their emotional fields and, and negative energy has a lot of weight to it. And it's surprising how much lighter you feel when you release that which doesn't belong to you anymore doesn't have a reason to belong so there's a lot of ways to you know there's a lot of modalities out there if you know if what i mentioned doesn't resonate for you you know try other things there's the emotion code um there's the healing codes there's tapping um each one has a a tie to a different frequency um when Mm -hmm. i use universal law it's really 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 deep it's really the foundation of our soul co-created agreements um tapping is really powerful too all the rest are powerful but in my opinion in a a little bit more of a different frequency and they don't really go down to the raw essence of soul co-created agreements which since i've been doing that really takes that away forever but it's all good you know whatever makes you feel better and helps you get more clarity and more com- more comfort on your journey. That's that's what a person wants. Yeah, exactly. And like, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's obviously best to heal ourselves. And I mean, it creates or it makes you realize your own power. But at the same time, we have all these other people around the world who have these amazing gifts, whether it's through energy healing or they have amazing wisdom that they learned from other generations that um, have had all this wisdom and you can learn so much from them. So we're not saying to not lean on those people for um, to learn for yourself or to even um, help guide your healing process. But um, we are definitely encouraging people to, I guess, educate yourselves and tap into your own power because we all, are so powerful beyond measure beyond we even 
our wildest imagination. And um, like we should really tap into our own power because that's going to be the most satisfying and most fulfilling way to heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I guess it just creates that sense um, of ownership over your own life as well. Um, yeah, ownership exactly, right? Yeah, like ownership is something that definitely um, makes us feel like we have true responsibility and true power over our own lives. And uh, ownership and leadership go hand in hand, and we all want to lead our own lives. So to do that, we're going to need to take ownership and accountability and start blaming other people for um, for making us feel a certain way because like that old saying goes like life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it and just reminding yourself yeah. that really helps you regain your power and take ownership back over your own life which we all have the right to mm-hmm yeah, I agree, man. Like um, another thing that, in my experience, really helps you come back to your true self and really know who you are is uh, also being in the right location on Mother Earth. You know, mm. um, you might be in an area where, you know, it seems hard to ground. It just seems seems like um, you know you just don't feel like you're really yourself or you know, wonder why you're getting caught up in a different um, direction. Um, that's why getting out to Mother Nature, going for a walk where you love that park, where you love that lake or that stream or that river, or um, sitting on a bench, you know, watching the fall colors of the leaves and hearing the wind through the trees. You know, wherever you got that spot where you can come back to that uh, beautiful realness of who you are, um, you know, really is a, a recharge. Uh, and and from there, you can also discern, you know, okay, what what is uh, uh, upfront and, uh, and, and prevalent that I feel like I'm running into a wall or I feel like a, it's a little bit uphill for me. You know, there's, um, you know, maybe something affiliated with uh, finances and money, you know, why am I not making enough money? Why why does this seem like such a challenge? You know, we're all experiencing a lot of that. There's so much programming to do with money and finances. But, you know, there's there's a um, there's an energy or a, a signature of energy associated with that relationship to you that you can tune in and, and again, also do a a shifting, you know, putting out a phase uh, to any kind of negative uh, concept to do with that. So that's more harmony coming through and more flow. And, you know, it's funny, like I know this myself, and I'll, I'll go to a, a, you could say a visualization that feels really good and powerful, and I know that that is coming to me, but then I'll get caught into another direction that that disempowers me and takes me, you know, I'm taking myself into a different direction by a reaction. So, you know, what I found is, hey, find that spot wherever you are. If it's in a different country, find a spot in that country that feels like a place you can recharge. Um, For me, it's got to be a spot where it's quiet, where it's closer to nature in some degree. And, um, that way you can really see what blocks that you set up for yourself that you can remove and you also can remove any kind of imposing energy, be that spirit, ET, interdimensional, or from another human. Mm-hmm. Well, very good to everyone, including myself, because it's not that we can't be ourselves in a location that is uh, negative like we can still tap into our own power and no matter where we are on the planet we can still from that heart soul essence but certain areas um in the planet because of varying energies in multiple dimensions they do mess with our energy and it's a lot harder to 
and our true selves. So just getting to that area for yourself, whether it's a different area in nature near your house or as often as you can going into a different country where you just vibe the best and just allowing yourself to recharge and connect to your true being out there, normally through nature, honestly. And for most people, I think it's also through quiet time as well, Michael. Um, and just being in that state where you can truly be yourself and just have that path of least resistance to get to your true inner being is so liberating. And, um, I mean, you, it's still possible, like I said, uh, just with a little more resistance and areas but um, yeah everywhere in the planet has a different energetic frequency and uh, it's up to us to see how we feel and use our feelings as indicators to identify which areas are best for us and which make us feel the most alive mm-hmm. another thing I came across that that makes a lot of sense is, um, you know, wherever we go in our lives and in our daily routines, we actually have an energetic trail, basically a line, you know, you could trace from wherever you walk or wherever you drive, you, you create an energetic trail. And if you do that every day, going to work the same way, that trail gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And then that's the one that you naturally gravitate to because it actually is you and it feels comfortable. And, you know, it's, if you are in a spot where it doesn't feel very, um, you know, a state of harmony, but you find a place that feels like there is a good vibration, um, you can go there and through the fact that you go there and keep bringing your energy there, you amplify it with your beautiful heart energy as well, too. And this is how we've heard, you know, a lot of people say just the fact of who you are and in your, at your soul level, which is energy projected into your spirit form, into human and human form, you resonate your energy wherever you go. So you affect people you meet, you affect locations, because your energetic trail is there and will always be there because you were there. And the more you're there, then the more it's amplified and the stronger it is. So we do change everything at a molecular structure. Um, we do influence others uh, from the state of love that we're in. And they spread their, their love opens up more. They spread their love. And on it goes. So the more we just stay in our, our joy, our passion, our gratitude, um, our, you know, our... And, you know, appreciation, state of appreciation, I find so huge. You know, Zach, when you and me went to Kananaskis country, uh, west of Calgary and Alberta, Canada, mm-hmm. and went hiking back in the mountains and, you know, tree line and above that, like, there's no words that describe the beauty. You just stand there in awe, you know? And it's very, very changing. And, of course, uh, the be- the mountains are beings in themselves, and, the mountain I was standing in front of, I felt huge energy from that really actually amazingly, amazingly helped me with a hearing problem um, that is incredible joyous uh, for me right now. Um, you know, so finding a location, uh, try new locations that your intuitions may be pointing out to you. Or a friend's pointing out, in my case, Zach said, hey, we got to go to this spot and go hike here. You'll really love it. And, uh, man, he's totally right. I, I look at those pictures now and just push us back there. It's just amazingly breathtaking and puts you in a state of speechlessness, you know. Um, and the horizon looks like a painting. It just its so amazing, the beauty that's here and how we can be into a state of negativity and not see that sometimes I you know myself included um, you know it is truly amazing the beauty that is here yeah it's so amazing and like it's cool those energetic trails because we all leave them like we're it's as if we're a stone that was cast into the water and 
all the ripples that we left from landing in the water are creating this energetic trail around us in every direction. And for each being and for each plant um, and just everything on earth, it's all crisscrossing within one another. So I feel like when people experience a lot of joy in an area, that's going to make it even more of a joyous area to be in. Or like how in traffic, if there's a certain busy road, and a lot of people are experiencing negative energy in that area, a lot of stress and a lot of impatience, then even when you're just driving casually along there, you can kind of feel that, which is why I know you have avoided a lot of major roads in Calgary when you're working here with me, um, just because the energetic trail was not vibing with you and leaving you in a lower state. And it's just fascinating how everything works like that. Like we only see life through a certain light spectrum. We only hear with a certain decibel spectrum. So there's so much more that we can't see with our senses that I guess quote doesn't make quote unquote sense. But I mean, it's there and it's just fascinating all these trails that are going on beyond our senses that do affect us on a level that we can't even um, really perceive. Yeah, it, it is amazing, isn't it? You know, every uh, everybody's day is a little different. Um, the energy trail is emanated and, and felt by us all. You know, and at the same time, um, I went to a Qigong class um, here yesterday morning. The guy who teaches it's an uh, incredible, beautiful man. And um, you know, the trees. We're basically in an area where the we're facing south, and there's just much beautiful trees there and wide open and uh, we do this exercise where we breathe in mother nature and we exhale back our carbon dioxide with whatever distortions we have back to the kingdoms of the trees and and um and um you know that's why you know tree beings are here you know they they breathe in carbon dioxide which we exhale they they breathe out oxygen which we inhale and there's a co-creative relationship there. And they also transmute a lot of, you know, of the distorted energy here that that is emanated out by a lot of us. So, you know, because it makes you wonder how can we survive with all the emanations of negativity from, you know, so many of us going to work and going to jobs you don't like and so on. You know, there and, you know, there's a lot of us also putting out a lot of good beautiful vibrations as human beings but you know the tree kingdoms you know the animals that are in a state of unconditional love and operations you know are helping really balance out this world you know um and there's also you know there's also dark and bad trees you know and, and dark and bad animals and you know it's the universal contrasting expression so everything is here but but uh you know, it's um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of benefit from all the beings here that we help each other out. And the more and more in that beautiful, loving state of vibration, yeah, we're attracting those beautiful, loving trees and grasses and minerals and air and and the beings that are our part of the air and, and the beings everywhere. You know, in different levels of existence through multidimensionality. So it's uh, yeah, it's very cool, isn't it? You know, I, I I do miss going over to the organic store and grabbing my coffee and muffin and same big smile from the lady there and you know and that's what kept me coming back. You know, the coffee and muffin is definitely good, but I mean, always, you know, if if she wasn't there, I'd be a slight disappointment inside because I always look forward to seeing her and her beautiful big smile and and you know mentioning to me that I could have a coffee and muffin deal that I didn't know about. <laughs> you know, it's all those little things that are actually very huge things, you know. And yourself, Zach, you know, working together with you, like I've told you so many times, you have this beautiful masculine fatherly energy that is so comfortable and, and provides a place of rest for many of us on our journeys. And it's, you know, working with you and, you know, it's just a, a pleasure. It's just you know, I feel bad, and it's a state of rest for me. And, and uh, yeah, so very cool. 
Yeah, thank you, man. It's a huge compliment. And yeah, it's, it's totally about the little things. Like, uh, like when everyone's old and gray, not that you have to be old and gray ever. It's just this, um, in your mind and our mind creates our reality. But just hypothetically speaking, I guess, when uh, you're near the end of your life and you look back on it, like, what are you going to really remember? It's going to be the feelings that you felt, right? Like the things that made us feel a certain way are the things that we reflect on the most in our lives and a smile goes a long way and laughter goes a long way and just anything that makes you feel in that state of love and appreciation for life um even just hearing the nature in the background those birds singing where you are michael is so just puts a smile on my face like um just the beauty, all the beauty of life, whether it's a bird singing or someone smiling or uh, amazing coworker that you had the pleasure of working with and learning from, or anyone that you had an expansive experience with or just a fun experience with, those are the times, like, that's what it means to truly be alive. Those are the times we're going to truly remember, all those times where we truly were living in peaceful, blissful, expansive states. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, as much um, contrast and imposition and as much hardships as there is in this reality or as there are, there's also so many positive, amazing, heavenly things that we experience right here on Earth. And um, it's just a matter of focusing on on them and reminding ourselves that we are living in heaven, essentially, like, we shouldn't be waiting to go anywhere else than here. Heaven's a state of mind. All we have to do is look around and and uh, realize how many blessings we really do have. Totally. Totally, exactly. You know, tomorrow we're going to go for a ride down to the ocean to a different beach and, you know, and, and spend the day out there and um, experience the ocean, you know. So, I mean... No, very powerful being that the ocean is, and um, you got all the elements, and you got the sun, the mineral kingdoms, the sands, the water, um, the wind. I mean, yeah, got to really, really, you know, feel and see, you know, where you are in every every given situation. You know, working with you and uh, the rest of the beautiful employees, you know, in the summertime, a lot of great people and, really, you know, hard work, but a lot of fun, you know. Same with uh, when I was, I'm also a motorcycle instructor and instructing with uh, some really great people, you know, like, and it was really cool. I mean, they they saw, you know, we're all used to being critiqued and told what we're doing wrong, but also I heard from Everybody, where you and me worked and where I worked as a motorcycle instructor was all the good things I'm doing right. And that, that's so life-changing to hear that. You know, I encourage everybody, you know, you know, give a pat on the back to your spouse, to your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, and, and look them in the eyes and, and show them your appreciation and be thankful. You know, it, it, it goes such a long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got a minute left for that. Uh, I'm going to love that. So um, any final words? Uh, Yeah, just based off what you just said, like positive acknowledgement goes so much further than we could ever imagine. That's what all humans crave, and we shouldn't be hesitant to give that to other people because you never know how short their life or your life is going to be. So don't let any silly things hold you back from saying that and expressing that. Mm -hmm. And just want to... also let people know we have a website. Uh, my website is uh, www.truthwarrior.life. And, uh, you know, we are life coaches as well, too. And uh, if anybody has any questions or blocks in life, uh, in life, uh, feel free to contact us. Um, all the contact information is there on the website. And um, even though Zach's information is there, it's not there. I can uh, forward um, your forward uh, information so you can be in contact. But, Thank you, everybody, and thank you for listening, and um, and, and be, be that brilliant, shining, beautiful light that you are. 
and Zach will talk to you soon. And love you, love you, my brother. Love you, brother. Enjoy the beach tomorrow, you and I. You bet. Take care. You too, Zach. Awesome. Thank you.